Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you think I'm annoying you today because it's been... Because <laughs> clearly Who I said am. that? You said it about three times in the last 45 minutes. <laughs> you keep going, she's really getting my nerves today. I'm like, why am I not doing anything? Do you think it's because we're at the end of quite a long stretch of recording or am I just annoying? Oh, I mean, bingo. No, I feel like... I feel like at the end of a series, because this is the end of series two now, and we only started this in March. And I feel like I've got this incredible opportunity with my mother to sit here and educate myself through, through the stories of others. Yeah. And I, I really can't believe I've got a job where I can do that because yeah. I think it's the most important way to learn other people's stories and the yeah. stories of their life and what they have to impart yeah. to me and to you. I just feel like I've learned so much. I feel like I've had... A million teachers over the course of it's, making this. It's like an unexpected bonus of making this podcast. I thought, oh great, we get to share this thing that we do really well, that we've always done all our lives with other people and have great conversations and other people will enjoy things and hopefully things will become elucidated for them. Some things will be highlighted and other people will get stuff from it. I didn't imagine... I didn't think, I forgot how much we would get from it. Yeah. I've got so much from it, just talking to everybody. It's been really, what a lovely gift. The best thing is when you create something and you don't know you're going to get so much from it as well. I know you're an amazing broadcaster, but we haven't done interviews together maybe since we did the Caribbean show and that was just us talking to people. So to sit down and, you know, I think in the beginning I was quite nervous. We've never done this. I was quite nervous to, to, to do my job in front of you because usually we're working together. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, there's still a job to do. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of, when it's good, when it's good, not today, when it's good, <laughs> no, today was great. But when it's good, it is like we're dancing.
Annie and Reggie. That was the summer. They bought us presents. It was such a beautiful way to start. Oh, it was, was a really lovely. beautiful way to start. We talked about the music industry and about, you know, the broadcasting industry and Radio One. Kind of, yes, and being women in this industry and loving Con- yourself. Confidence. There was a there was a core of that inf- interview about confidence and self-awareness and allowing yourself to let go of the terrible things we tell ourselves about ourselves. I remember that very, very well and very deeply. It really hit hard. And what was beautiful, obviously, Annie Mac is a genuine superstar individual. Reju, a revelation. Yeah. She was incredible. And that partnership was exactly why I love our guests to bring somebody with them. I clung to people like Reggie. So when you find people who are real and you know are people you can trust and people are real, you, there's an instinct there to keep them close, yes. you know. So Very important, actually, God, yeah. I think. Do you, do, did you feel that responsibility in part as part of your friendship? Poor Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> it's got well, a lot of about that. No, I'm, I, well, look, I'm the eldest sibling in my family and I think there's always uh, a level of, like, you want to protect the people around you. Yeah. And you want to, like, teach them and help them. So me and Annie lived together. There was only really us two. And we felt like mm. it was just us two kind of against the world. So mm. I think, yeah, there's been moments of real talk. You no, know, you're real so talk. good. Real talk, Reggie. Real talk, Reggie is so important. So real talk, Reggie would say, that person is only talking to you because... Right. They would think they can, you know, look better beside you or get something off you. Right, right. And, and, you know, it's never done in, a, in, in any way, cruel way. It's always yeah. just quite, it's quite, you know, but it's like, I yeah. think, I think they're not. Just watch it. Just. Yeah. 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 But also, know, I, think, I think because we both worked in radio and in production, it was also from a, like a creative outlook as well. And yeah. like, does this look right? Or is this the right yeah. thing you want to go to? Yeah. yeah. What, how is that going to advantage you? Is this the you path know? you want to take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mel and Shazne coming here. Well, I now I can call Shazne Lewis a friend. Oh, Shaz. We'd never met Shazne. And we have a connection to All Saints because of my uncle and um, uh, making the, the huge All Saints album. So we'd know Mel. And we just never met Shazne. But of course she sits down. It was like, oh, there you are. Oh, there you are. Because we did in fact meet, but she was really young and you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so it was really beautiful. And, and Mel, of course, I see a lot and I adore her. So again, Shazne was a revelation. Yeah, to have Mel, someone that we know so well, yeah. be with someone that is her sistering. Sistering. I just saw the love between them. And what and I know what that's like. You know, we've all got those friendships where you've been through enough together. Yeah. And them talking about All Saints Road and being like 19. I was like, God, they're, they're, all of it started like where I'm from on the streets that I'm from. I didn't know that. It was, yeah. I really suddenly, they painted the most beautiful picture of that time yeah. in London. My favorite bit was when Mel went, I didn't want to be famous. I just wanted to be famous in Grove. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. How old were you when you met, when you met then? 18. Yeah. Right. Where? On All Saints Road. On All Saints Road. No! Come on now! In my end. (laughs) Yes, hence the name. Yeah. Oh! I have never known that! Oh my god, it's hysterical! Is that why? Okay! Okay then! You really never know that. No! That's very funny. So much sense and what a great name for a van. (laughs) We hated the name. Oh right, we did. We did. We did everything that we could to change. Change it. Yeah, yeah. Adding that numbers at the end. <laughs> no, what all say one hundred one, one nine seven five. Why one nine seven five? That was the year we were born. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Because at the time it was like SWV TLC seven zero two. Right. Like that, right? One nine seven five. It needs a number. <laughs> it needs a number. Lem Sissé, 
and Sabrina. Now, that was another moment. From the moment we opened the door and Lem had somehow managed to turn the sculpture things upside down in the garden and looked like a naughty five-year-old. Yes. And that giggle that he's got. Well, this is the thing. I think Lem Sisse is such a renowned poet and, and writer and... and, and as he said that when we saw him sort of on the circuit of promoting different things he said uh, it's really nice to be out in the world with this book called let the light pour in yeah and he sort of was in the middle of pouring light all over the country it was a great time to interview him. his book had just come out but i think what people will have learned from that or noticed is that he's quite giggly he and is quite playful I'm remembering Cheltenham Literature Festival. Yeah, yeah. When was that? Oh, that was 2019. 2019. And I interviewed you for Sky Arts. Had my book just come out? Your my book had just Wire. come out. Yes. My Name is Why it just came out. I say my book. <laughs> One of your books. I don't like to talk <laughs> about my books, but while we're on it, I wonder which of the many we Very made Very successful. <laughs> But no, come on, write, come on. Doing... If we're going to talk in the week that your book of poetry, your incredible new piece of work has gone in, number six, Sunday Times bestseller, let the then light let, pour let, in. let's let the light pour in. Let's let know, the light pour I'm, in. I feel flushed with light. How soon in the relationship did you uh, cut Lem's hair? Straight away. As soon as I sat in front of you, Lem being Lem, yeah. was like... <laughs> Are those teeth real? <laughs> I'm just fascinated by those teeth, teeth in your head. Are they real? But then you were like coming up, getting more, even more visible with your career. I have now bought that book, by the way, about 15 times because I keep giving it away. I bought it this weekend three times and gave to three different people. Yeah, I just keep going. You know what you need? Let the light totally. Pour in. I'm just getting it totally. I got for Jesse, Simon Amstel, and Jesse's parents. And anybody listening to this, we haven't got it yet. Go get it. Let the light pour in Let your life. Let it in. Pour it in. Tam's in, and who Tayo is calling the naughtiest guest we've ever had. She is, Fee Cotter Craig is one of the naughtiest, smartest, most insightful human beings that I know. I think I thought I knew who Tamsin Athlete was because I knew who Mel from EastEnders was. And she's just... Turns out she's an actress totally a different person. multi-layered <laughs> human being with so much to share. And I love yeah. my favourite thing that Tamsin said is, I'm kind of in love with myself right now. Yeah. And I was like, what a great place to yeah. be. When you joined EastEnders, you weren't just in EastEnders, you were like the centre of you these were huge EastEnders, plot really. lines for about five years. Was it late 90s, early noughties? 98. 98. I went to into like, the show. Right. Before camera phones. Yeah. Oh. But during news of the world days and people sat outside oh, your house with long really? lenses. Did they Those used to do days. that to you? Yeah. They used to. Oh, oh yeah. My God. But what you didn't have is Constant, everything. Everybody taking pictures constantly of taking. So I think we were more hermits. We'd either be out or we'd be in with the shutters closed because there'd be someone outside. Because EastEnders was is it just really a, that bad. Yeah. Because EastEnders is just a different kind of being famous. It's like you're in it everyone's then, home yeah. every night, and it's what eighteen million people well, watching. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, I think Mel getting married to Ian Beale. Oh my gosh, she did, yeah. On <laughs> New Year's Eve for the millennium, I got a feeling that 23 million people <gasps> watched it. Jesus <gasps> Something like that. Yeah, it was, it was And there was a screen in Trafalgar Square the, with the whole thing <laughs> showing where everyone was crowded round. And I was away because I wanted to get out of the country with my family. And I remember someone phoning me from Leicester Square going, you can hear a pin drop. 
And it's your everybody was voice. Because they're going, all through the, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Awful acting, I was doing. Grimmy and Mish. Mish, who never does anything. Grimmy's partner, his, uh, f- excuse me, fiance. Fiance. And sorry, Mish does have a huge career. He's an incredible dancer. He's a choreographer, dancer, extraordinary. But he doesn't human. do things with He Grimmie. does not do interviews. He doesn't do stuff. They don't do things together as a couple. So I felt very honoured that he agreed to do it. Although well, I, did, I introduced them, so they had to. I also badgered them really <laughs> badly on the phone. I kept going, come on, come on, come on, do it, do it, do it, do it. No, Mish was really pleased he did it. And, and you know, I think, I actually don't think it's the funnest thing in the world interviewing people you really know no it can be quite tricky yes but that i found really easy and i realized there was so much i wanted to ask about mm. their relationship that i might not have asked if we were just in the pub you, you know and grimmy I mean? both got a bit weepy and you're talking about his lovely dad yeah i think for me and grimmy right now our relationship is in a place because we're both 39 where it's just like you start to not be able to believe how long you've known someone and why do you nice want me to that. marry you oh yeah oh i mean <laughs> Are well, you going to marry him? Yeah, Mackie yeah. is going to be the priest. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. 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 In Fairfax. Well, we already know what she's wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got we the outfit. What, what are you wearing? Hooded lilac see-through Maximilian Davis. Yeah, we right. saw it at a fashion show. Oh, and, right. we and we were like, that's, that's it. That's it. We've secured mm-hmm. it. Cool, that's Max. It. We were like, the bitch. Mikita the bitch. <laughs> but we do want Keats to marry us, genuinely. Keats and I had a night out. And Keats introduced me to Mish. Of course she did. So but I didn't th- know Mish. No, 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 no. You just sort of, you know, you were like, that's your husband. Like, yeah. Go and talk to him. And I was like, no. Well, me and Keats got chatting before me and you got chatting, mm. which is kind of also partly why it, the setup of Keats marrying us is oh perfect. Because yeah. I met you, you know before she's I met cry. And also, I am gonna cry. <laughs> also, you're a good orator. So there's yeah. a connection yeah. and pretty, pretty, having a broadcast. Pretty good at broadcasting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? You got a professional up there. Let's do this. In the hooded (laughs) see-through gown. So it's just going to be a really simple wedding with Makita. (laughs) Makita starting the ceremony completely topless and very traditional. (laughs) We called Charlotte Mensa the hair, the, not a, the hair liberation artist. Yeah, and she's just got a regal quality to her. But when she was here, I, she sat down and I thought, oh my God, we've just been talking so much about black hair and that experience in the industry with Sabrina who had come with Lem. And I thought, mm. oh, I think, oh, I guess we've said enough now. Let's not. And then I thought, what the? No, this topic isn't even kind of unpicked. And actually it's forever evolving, mm. this topic. And actually I had 25 years of life without this topic being mentioned. Very interesting to meet Sabrina and Charlotte in the same arc of time because they are from the same genesis. The way they think about hair, the way they approach people's hair. Like Sabrina doesn't just do, you don't, you don't make an appointment going to get your hair done. You have, she has to meet you and know all about your life. Charlotte Mentor is the same. She needs to know about your life and then she can work out where she's going to help you take your hair. Charlotte has me thinking and Sabrina have me thinking I'm going to grow my hair and well, I haven't had those thoughts for I, a long time. It was all about the safety and nurture within those conversations mm. because those conversations aren't as easy as people think to talk about the way you see yourself and the, your beauty. Mm. Uh, and the way you see your hair and what you've been through with it. 
So much so that I then asked Charlotte and her team to wrap my hair for the British Fashion Awards. And, and how did you I look? Just, oh, no. I felt so looked after. You by were like team. Nefertiti beauty, oh. Makita. That is an incredible picture. Thank you, Mum. An incredible look. And it wasn't just because you had a great dress and a good hair wrap on. It was because the whole thing was fully connected. Yes. So, and that is where the magic lies. That's where beauty lies. The beauty is when the inside and the outside are completely connected and plugged into each other and that's when you shine and that in those pictures you are literally glowing thank you mum charlotte mentor and her team took me to that glow they right they guided me to that can you explain what threading is to people so threading is when you use cotton it's a form of like braiding and you you kind of do like shapes. geometric shapes mm. and you can turn them into like you can twist different it yeah. and do it. so it's almost like it's wired yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and i mean Survive. i i got laughed at for the same hairstyle i did for erica badu in 2017 and everyone's like oh my god this is amazing and you're like wow you're like, this has gone viral i'm like oh my god I late went through so as usual <laughs> i went i went through so much pain for the same hair but now it's like it's fashion hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Our first mother guest on Stirring Up and I hope many more I to come. I think finally somebody brought yeah. their mum. I felt really pleased that Jimmy felt like this was the right space to bring Nikki. She's yeah. a very, you know, uh, traditional old school Nigerian woman um, from South London. They drove all the way across London and she brought us gifts and she and looked she nice. told him off all the way. She told him off all the way. <laughs> it was a really, I was like, uh, that made me feel like proud of us that we've created a space that people trust and want so someone bring their like mom. their mother to yeah. come and experience and, and it feels really good after that Nikki went oh this was so nice she did oh, this was good this, I love this and she bought a lovely little bag of presents yeah. with like little rums and that's gorgeous that's what I mean it bits. felt like a real little dinner party yeah right, right? and, and Jimmy's funny because Jimmy family Rewa and me have only met once when mm. I went and did his podcast I thought I knew him so much that when I needed to go to a restaurant I sent him a message going what restaurant should I go to Jimmy <laughs> And he sent me a whole list of stuff. And I was like, oh, cheers, darling. Thank you. Well, and then he's like you in the fact that he lives for it. Like he, he does live for it. But he's also got that thing where you think you already know him. That's his artistry, actually. And that's what makes him brilliant at what he does. I think he's such a fantastic broadcaster and the most brilliant writer. And it's because he has a real 
connection to humanity, the food that he loves, when he talks about food, whether it's like a, a Michelin restaurant or whether it's like the new like little hole in the wall thing that he's found. He's a brilliant man and I was so happy to meet his mum. Cooking jollof rice for my like kids and then being like, did grandma make this? Or... <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, because I just can't come close. So, I just oh can't. My God. No one can, I don't know how she does it. We're going to have to reverse a... this and I need Sorry. to come to you She's so you can make this. Yes, yeah, actually, if I had time, I was going to make a little bowl of jollof rice. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. She's kidding. <laughs> She, do you know what? I will bet you any money that there's some oil in her <laughs> There's some vegetable oil. There's some Tupperware. There's probably like a base sauce. <laughs> Miss Anne Harriman and his wife Camilla. Miss Anne sounds... Do you know who Paul Robeson is? Paul the Robeson teacher. is... No, Paul Robeson. Well, he was a teacher. He was an activist. He was a singer. He was an extraordinary man. He had to leave America in McCarthyism because they really, really went for him. And weirdly, he spent a lot of time in Wales. And there's an old black and white English film with Paul Robeson singing Wales. Anyway, Paul Robeson has this legendary voice that is deep yes. and rolling and resonant. And Miss Anne has that voice. Yeah, it feels like Aslan's talking. Ah, uh, exactly that. Mm. Exactly that. And Miss Anne... Brought his beautiful wife, Camilla. Beautiful wife, Camilla. And we had all that Swedish connection. Proper, proper. She lo I love... I was really happy that I met her and I could, I, I, could, I could say more than I've just been to Stockholm. We could talk about Skorna and Hesleholm yeah. and Malmö and Torgarp yeah. and all southern Sweden. And seeing their relationship, they were so honest and open about mm. how they'd met as two very broken younger people and mm. they'd really built each other. Mm. They, they take care of each other. They two. do. They Mo really... Moment to moment, yes. they take care of each other. And it's really interesting to me that Missan, and I think fascinating to him, that he is that he's the chair of the South Bank. For him to be the chair of the South Bank, to be the photographer that he is, to hold the position that he does within the world that he lives in, you know, where people like Meghan and Harry will only have him take their picture, that Kate Winslet is like, this is the best picture I've ever had taken by us. He does get you to breathe into being yourself. In, and we, to look inwards. Yes, and, 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 and because he does that, all of his photos have that extraordinary deep vulnerability about them. And to have him here, he doesn't do interviews much. No. And he certainly doesn't do interviews with his wife. So again, it was a real honor that they came to sit at our table. Fine. How did you guys um, meet? It was at um, a family friend's wedding, Kensington Palace in the Orangery. Yeah. Which friend? Excuse me. The Orangery, oh my God, I love it because yeah. I went to Holland Park School. So. Oh, mm. yeah. I used to so, I mean, it was so beautiful. Beautiful. Um, close family friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, his now wife went to school. With me, Malmo. Uh, yeah. In, in, in Malmo. And she's oh, half wow. Russian, half Nigerian. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. we were on the singles <laughs> corner. No, I was in the singles corner. Bit. Yes. Now, Miss was put at the end. You yeah, know how they always put someone at the end because they know they can manage to talk to everyone and make it work. <laughs> right, Miss Anne. So, so I was going to say, singles table's already a bit of a books. Yeah. Like, you go there. And then to be put on the end. Mm. Yes. Yeah, singles <laughs> table. <laughs> I get it. Charity case. Exactly. <laughs> and and um, like yourself down the table. Yeah, I kind of chatted to everyone and um, saw you. And I think I asked you to have a cigar with me outside. Yeah. You had a cigar. Sexy yeah. question. Yeah. Have you only spoke nice. for about five minutes? Yeah. You were heading home. Yeah, and you thought I was a bit of a dick. 
I did. But it's funny, I thought Mr. was arrogant. He's the least arrogant person out there. I think yeah. there are cultural differences, because Swedish people can be so reserved, you're not supposed to talk to much or show what you got or whatever right. it is. And Mr. is like an open book, he's visual. Yeah. Mm. She's like, I'm living in this house, showing pictures, I'm doing this and that. And his whole life, I was I just there. And I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. So you thought he was showing off, yeah. actually, no. he was just being yeah. very open, exactly. very quickly. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, this is me. Yes. And it's quite funny, because, you know, when we started dating, we both were on um, dating apps, and um, we looked at um, our profiles, <laughs> and um, mine was too honest, because I put, what did I put? You know, he has, he has zero matches. But he was zero like, matches. <laughs> But he had this blurry selfie that was taken in the car. You can kind of see there was him. It's a nice picture. It's a lovely picture. And then it was like, I love Starry Nights. I want to own a Hungarian bishla oh, one day. Oh. And I'm a big nerd. And actually, all these things, three things are true. But so I think cute. in terms of online dating, I don't know. It was it, the truth. But I, I, it should work That's better than really it did. That's really cute. Yeah. Well, this is why I don't like online dating. Yes. You tell the truth and you get no matches. Yeah, yeah. It's better to go in the world and find mm -hmm. real magic, which mm -hmm. you did. Angela Hartnett. And crew, and me and Lee Kate. and Kate were fantastic. Yeah, it was really nice to have a load of chefs over for Christmas. That's kind of always, I always read those supplements when the chefs tell you like what's in their kitchen and what they're cooking <laughs> for Christmas. So it was really, it felt really appropriate. A load of chefs and me and Kate. But you know what I love about Angela Hartner? Angela Hartner is a mogul. She's got four restaurants. She's got more than one Michelin star. The woman, is a rock star. A powerhouse. And she, she, you've never met a person who wear it so lightly. She mm. doesn't talk about it. She doesn't really care. She cares about the food. She cares about how she makes people feel. She cares about her And teams. she cares about the quality. She cares about her team. She doesn't really care about the plaudits. And I think that's what makes her so unbelievably special. And I love Lee. But it's kind of crazy because she's not just that, all those things. She's also now quite a prolific broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, but she does the dish. <laughs> does the dish with, with Grimmy. And then when she does her week on Great British Menu with you as the veteran chef, I just, I've seen her really blossom in that role as well. Because you have that coming through restaurants background, what was it like at the beginning when you were like 22, 23? Um, yeah, it was sort of nuts because we were working stupid hours all the time and yep. it was loads of blokes all the time. You know, you didn't really ever make any sort of girlfriends in restaurants because there were no other people working in the kitchens. Really? Right. But, you know, I'll, I'll never regret doing it. I look back now at great fondness. At the time, I mean, I remember fessing up to Gordon recently that I used to cycle to work because it was like six days away and hope on a Monday morning I'd come around and like see a fire engine to think, you know, <laughs> oh, and hope like the restaurant had burned down or something, you know. And he said to me, he looks at me and goes, what's the matter? I said, Gordon, it was really hard. <laughs> you know, I would have loved a few weeks off where it had to be rebuilt, you know. <laughs> a flood. A flood, you know. I didn't want death. I just wanted Zari Ashton, finally on the other side of the table to you. Finally. The stalking can end. Yes, she's yes. here. Oh, she's finally my friend. She was a genius. I mean, what an absolutely brilliant woman. Could have also, genuinely talked to her for three more hours. How long? It was like, the, it was double the length of a, a normal podcast and we were not finished. So. No way. I still, but then we realised that we can just be friends. We can just talk without people recording it and that was a real relief because I thought, oh my God, we're not finished we've got other stuff well, to talk about am I never going to see Zowie Ashton again it's, like, it's alright you don't have to record it it's fine What's should we talk about your Zowie obsession now uh, in a minute oh, no. <laughs> okay I'll talk about the Zowie obsession so we did a McVitie's job uh, a, a campaign uh, it was actually it was great um, it was a mental health yeah thing be called, kind, uh, about talking be listening. kind to your mind be kind to your mind this is about four years ago. Basically, I wanted my career back, Zoe. And um, mum well, was... We can talk about the Mikita Sants. <laughs> oh, 
point, which I'm obsessed with. Makita's songs. Beyonce's having her Renaissance. Makita's having songs. I like it. So in the middle of this, so we were just us chatting over biscuits, basically. And then there were some questions they gave us. And one of the questions was, who do you really admire? Who do you think is amazing? And I said, oh, I really, I don't want that because I really don't know. And she said, well, there is someone you won't shut up about the moment. And I said, what's Ari Ashton? She was like, yes. And I was like, yeah, I really respect that she is um, producing and directing and writing. I just love that you were always doing something else and using the fact that you'd had this lengthy career of so many different things and using it to just kind of have autonomy in different things. And it felt like you had freedom and you were doing really well at everything you touched. I was just like, this chick is killing it. And and you just look great. I was just obsessed. And then the second question question went... So, which person, living or dead, would you like to talk to? She went, Sally Ashton. And I went, get a bit creepy, Ricky. Get a little bit creepy. And I was like, I just want to be near her. It literally means everything to me. She's like, stop telling that story. No, but for you to say to me that you see what I'm doing and what I've done in the last few years. I've always seen it. It means so much to me. well to now. Like, I feel like there was some unspoken code between, like, anyone, brown essentially, who was trying to navigate worlds that were not necessarily feeling hugely open. That was very real. I remember the cute, like, baby doll dresses that you used to wear, and I'd be like, and the loafers, I'd be like, I could never pull that off. Can I pull that off? I'm going to try and pull it off. I will not leave it alone because it was I think because you're the same age as well. (laughs) You're probably watching each other. Like, oh, she, because you, you know, you could like... That's what happens, isn't it? You look a little sister in the two of you, do you know what I mean? So it's like, this girl looks like me. I would assume the same age as me. Thank you. (laughs) Me too, thank you so much. So, Mikita, this is our table. It's been the most incredible. Look, I mean, we've got new chairs. We've got everything. I feel like it's kind of a beautiful dance that has turned into this exchange of stories and experience. and Humanity. Yes. I love a dinner party, and I feel like we just get to have one of the best ones once a week. Yeah, once, <laughs> yeah, once a week, we get to sit down with people that we really, really want to talk to, yeah. and they tell us their heart and their soul. Yeah. It's humanity connecting. It's people having joy. It's me and Randell getting to cook. Yeah. It's me and you getting to have fun together. And apart also... Apart from when, obviously, I'm annoying you. Yeah, but also, I've, some people have really made me laugh. Like, Hilarious. really... I, think, I feel like I've just been cackling around this table. Yeah. And... <laughs> I, I can't wait to do more. You I can't either. wait to do more. I, I can't wonder wait. Who's next. I can't wait to welcome more people around our table. That's a good feeling. Like, who's next? Who's next? Who's coming around for dinner? Have you got ideas about who we're going to invite? Yes, I've got a lot. Me too. A lot. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 